Hi, welcome. This is our first podcast that we are doing in English 5 in 2021, where the overarching theme is science. Today, our podcast is about technology and how it has affected the way we teach and learn. We're going to listen about experiences from our students who are future teachers about this topic. We're going to cover questions like about um, how, how has technology helped you learn? What are the pros and cons of online learning? Um, does social media help you learn? And what have you learned online? besides English and considering we have uh, been for one year in remote um, emergency teaching based on what our students have observed our future teachers they are also answering the question how has the way we teach English changed and has it been positive or negative here there are actually many positive insights I hope you enjoy it Okay, now we're recording. Welcome to our first podcast of 2021 with our group of English Five at Universidad Diego Portales in Santiago de Chile. Uh, this is one of the sections. And today we're talking about the, the, what it, how has technology affected the way we teach and learn. Here we are all future teachers of English Uh, learning how to teach and also learning the language so it's a good opportunity to think especially now in the pandemic how um, technology has supported our learning or or maybe hindered our learning so here I'm with uh, a group of 22 students and we're going to be answering um, some questions together Um, so the first topic we're going to address is in general how technology helps you learn. In my opinion, probably my life changed uh, when the internet uh, came up and the way I could access information was absolutely different. And um, I would say that in my opinion, um, technology, in terms of technology, the internet has been a great source of learning since it was born. Of course, I'm older than you. What about you? How, what technology, if you could name one, uh, helps you learn? Any ideas? Maudi. Maudi. Um, well, I have to say that I agree with you because um, when the internet came in, it really helped me too. Um, And actually, it has helped me to learn about other other cultures. For example, when I was uh, a child, I didn't know that there exist other countries. So I used to think that everything was the same for all the people. But when I started to get immersed in social media, I met other people and I got really interested in the way uh, we differ from each other, uh, from the way, I don't know, Uh, we celebrate special days to the different weathers uh, and many other things, of course. Yes. So it, it basically, techno or the internet has helped you to become more aware of other cultures. And that, that, I think that 
for example, now that we are teachers of English and English is such a, it's an, it's a global language. It has to do with knowing other cultures as well. So I think it's very important what you mentioned. Maria Jesus. Yeah, I just wanted to add that um, with the internet, I just get the information right away, you know? Like, I don't have to wait to ask someone to, like, uh, to answer my questions. I just Google it and that's it. I think that's very interesting. I also, I can connect with others, you know? Uh, as Maori said, I can expand my knowledge by uh, connecting with other people, with other cult cultures as well. That's all because of the internet. I think it's a very, it's an amazing tool. Um, mainly like nowadays, especially with the pandemic and everything, without the internet, we won't be able to have this, you know, what we're doing right now. So I think it's an amazing tool. And yeah, I, I totally agree with everything you said. And yeah, that's mine. That's what yeah, I mean. So internet, <laughs> yes, yes, internet. Um, Antonia, maybe you want to name a different technology. Yes, I mean, it's very related to internet, but the cell phones, I mean, before you had to wait until you to go to a cyber or something, and now you have everything in your phone, you know, like you can be connected every time and you can just ask someone, for example, this shouldn't, this couldn't be possible without all the technologies we have, internet, the, not, the notebooks, computers, cell phones, like I could not have a computer, but I can still be part of the conversation, you know, I can still uh, be learning the university things like mm -hmm. from my home. Yes, so they, in terms of that and related to internet, basically a telephone, which is a small device, gives yes. you the opportunity of, of learning uh, anywhere, right? Anywhere. Thank you, Antonia. Uh, Paula, would you like to add something? Yes, I wanted to talk about the cell phones too, because uh, I think we have a great tool in our hands and not only help us with English, but with other subjects. For example, I learned English because there was an app in which people uploaded short videos and I didn't understand what they were saying. So I wanted to uh, understand or get the jokes. And that's how I understand or how I learn English. So I think we have in our hands a great tool, not only for languages, but for other subjects, if we know how to handle it. Yes. Uh, so what was that tool where you, what was the name of that? Do you remember? The app was called yes. Vine. Like V-I-N-E. Like right. I, I but it doesn't exist anymore. Not anymore. Okay. No. Paula. <laughs> Anna. Yes, I wanted to add about television which in my, in my personal case, it was a great use for use when I was younger because we had a computer, but just one. And of course we didn't know how to use it. So when I was a kid, I learned a lot from documentals such as uh, about the animals, about the environment. And today we can see the news, we can see more documentals, we can see different programs about everything. And we learned by that. Excellent. 
So basically, everything starts with the internet, right? Um, and then now we have how to access with mobile phones. There are different apps. And as Anna is saying, also the access to different films and documentaries. The amount of content and good quality content is quite broad now compared to uh, the old days. Of course, of course, we also have to mention that, there, that there's also really bad content. <laughs> and that has brought some problems in our society as well. Uh, but that's a topic for our next um, podcast. We're going to move on to question two. What are the pros and cons of learning online? Uh, later on, we're going to be talking about your experience uh, doing English courses online because of the pandemic. But in general, what can we say about positive and negative things about learning online? Ooh, lots of opinions here. Tamara. Yes, uh, I have to say that I have more cons than, than pros. <laughs> But one of the pros, is, it is like uh, maybe being in online classes, uh, you are more comfortable. Uh, for example, I don't know, uh, you can be in your bed or uh, you can have your pajamas. So in that way, I think that it is a pros. And a con, I think that it is a, a little bit tiring uh, being in front of the screen uh, so in that way you you are going to be bored easily mm. and another cons is that uh, you can be with your classmates I think that it is better work with your classmate like face to face than for example in uh, here in uh, mm. right Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, but Damara, <laughs> don't you think that we have also, I mean, maybe this is something we can discuss later on, but mm -hmm. don't you think that we have learned how to work online with other people, like in groups, that maybe at the beginning was harder, now we're sort of getting used to that? Yes, yes. Yes? Yes, that's true. Yes, maybe because uh, in classes, you, you always try to be with your friends and only with your friends. Uh, and here uh, in breakup rooms, for example, uh, your, the teacher puts you in different groups. So maybe in that way you, you can know your other classmates. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Tamara. What about Camila? Would you yeah. add anything to what Tamara is saying? Yes, but I would like to agree with Tamara because I think the same about uh, the comfort zone because that's a really good pro that you can be in your safe place and and you can uh, and you can work in your in in the place that you decide to and you can be even jogging outside and you can be in classes at the same time but you get super easily distracted. Because for the same reasons, you, ha you are in your place that you in the place that you decide to be. And it's not always the, be the, be the best place to get concentrated or mm. as, as a classroom is. I mean, yeah. the example, if you were jogging, you were probably very distracted in the class because you were trying to 
run and see everything and survive basically in the outside as you are in a class. So multitasking, it, it can be a prone. In the end, you don't end up doing anything like fully, just bits of everything. That could be a yes. right? Yes. Thank you, Camila. Tomás? Yes. Anything else to add? Yes, I, I also agree with my classmates. I agree in the sense that uh, you sometimes can feel isolated because you are alone at your home and not with your classmates. And I also, I also want to add a, another uh, con. Uh, is, okay. is that um, sometimes you can uh, find or you can have internet connection problems. This is also an issue. I remember that uh, I had a presentation in English in an English session, and the server sort of Google went down, and uh, I didn't could make my presentation. Uh, and I think I really think that that is a problem for, uh, in this kind of education. Yes, I can imagine also, Tomas, that that also doesn't really help with your sort of general well-being because you are sort of depending on, on external factors such as the, if the internet is going to work or not so you can make your presentation, right? Yeah, it, it makes you really anxious. Yes. So many cons. Maybe anybody would like to add uh, like positive things like Kata, Kata. Um, sorry. Yeah, it was taking what Thomas said. Uh, even though a lot of us have problems with internet, I think that education through internet is one of the best things that could have could happen because access to education uh, before it it was really hard for those who couldn't pay it. But now uh, we have access to all the information we want, um, anytime we want. So um, that's, <laughs> that's the thing I wanted to say. So we yeah, are looking at the bright side. Uh, what about the other Kata? Kata Artigas. Oh, yes. So Koto? I was thinking. Should I call you Koto? Oh. Should I call you uh, I prefer Kotoba. Okay. Like okay. 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 So okay. I was thinking that a positive positive thing is that you can work at your own pace. Even I think that this needs a lot of self knowledge, and that is when the problem comes up. And mm. also because you need to establish boundaries. Mm -hmm. And also to, this doesn't help to anxious people especially. And the other problem is that the amount of information is overwhelming. And, mm. and sometimes people want to give up because they, they see like in the future and it's like, oh, it's a lot and it will be hard. And also because uh, technology has made us uh, to want everything right away. So it has to be like done now. And I think that's a big problem. Okay. 
Um, so it, it involves a lot of uh, self-regulation, right, Kata? Oh, everything that uh, it's it being something that is overwhelming, too much information, everything that you mentioned. I mean, it, it, we need to learn how to control that. Constanza is going to add something positive. Yes, but I think that is for me this this approach because for me the fact that I don't leave the house I love it <laughs> because for me it's an habit <laughs> yes for me it's an habit to be in the front of the screen so as Tamara says for me it's not tidying at all and also I feel that we have more freedom to do our homework when we can do it and also the guys are were saying that um the internet connection, it was a problem? Yes, it is. But also Canvas had um, this thing where we can uh, watch the repeating or the gravation of the class. The recording, and that's the the recording sorry. Yes, yes. And I think that's amazing. Yes, I, let's, we're going to be talking about later on. I'm not sure if people really enjoy <laughs> looking back at a recorded lessons. We'll, we'll see what the other people think later on. Um, Jose, uh, you, would you like to add something? I'm going to ask Jose, Rocio has something to say and then we move on. Start thinking about things you have learned in YouTube Academy or online to think of examples. Uh, so Rocio, no, sorry, Jose, sorry, Jose. Well, to add something, I, I would like to add a prompt. Well, I think it's it's very kind of personal, like Constanza, because I think that with online um, learning, I have my own pace to learn, mm. and for me, it's really important because because I, I'm I I kind of like get distracted really easy, so mm -hmm. so it, it is it is a pro for me because. I can have my own schedules and to prepare my, like my base and to have my time. And I don't feel the pressure to be in the same classroom with everyone or to have the same hours with everyone. And, and sometimes it's hard to compare to like compare myself with others. Mm -hmm. So here you feel that you are more accountable with your learning. You are more responsible. You are given that opportunity and you take advantage of it. That is fantastic. What about Rocio? If you would like to add anything? Yes, I would like to add something similar that Jose said. Uh, the flexibility that we have in our houses, that we can organize our day as we want. You don't have to be in a place, in a certain place to learn something or be in a, in a online class. You, if you have a device that you can connect to internet, it's okay. And yes, that's the pro that I wanted to add, the flexibility. And also what Camila said, the distractions is the con that uh, is personally my, my weakness. <laughs> like the distractions that we have in our houses, the, the cell phones, the internet, it's a con too. Yes. Well, I think it also depends on the context. I mean, it depends on who you live with, the internet connection at home. Um, but it's interesting because many people, uh, I mean, I am one of the people that would, that is happy working from home. I think, as you said, there is a lot of flexibility. 
but also um, there, I mean, by now, after like three semesters, uh, one year, uh, basically, um, it gets it gets very, very tiring. Uh, but fortunately, regardless, my internet is really, really bad. <laughs> I can still work from home and make it work. Um, before we, we had the pandemic, we still had lots of ways of learning online. The, the, you mentioned now being, um, I mean, that the distractions of learning that you have when you learn online, that you miss connecting with other classmates, um, that sometimes you, it's difficult to sort of regulate uh, yourselves. Um, also the isolation that you might feel, though oh, everything that you have mentioned, most of it has to do with um, the pandemic context where you had sort of been forced to learn online. But what about before the pandemic? Did you learn things online? And the question is maybe in YouTube Academy, can we name things that maybe we wouldn't have learned otherwise, but we were only able to learn online? Um, Camila? Yes. Would you like to answer that question? Um, uh, the question number three, isn't it? I'm sorry. Yes, I... about, yes because if, if you don't have an answer for this, you, you can um, unraise your hand. Mm? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't notice that my hand was. Yes, up, you're, but... you're first in line. You're first okay. in line. Wait, the... Ah, ah I don't now I know. Okay, but I can answer the question okay. anyway. Okay, Camila. I have learned how, how to I learned how to make banana bread during quarantine. So it was very fun through a video. So we have banana bread. This is just to sort of re remind us of some of the prawns here. Uh, Matias, would you like to add something to the, what you have learned? Uh, yes. Um, I don't watch too much tutorials, but I would like to make emphasis in the material produced by native speakers. For example, I consume a lot of podcasts where American or British people talk, and it is very interesting how the words or the statements that they use, for example, the insults or the ways they have to call the attention of, of the other, it's more like, it sounds more typical than the terms that we learn in during the classroom or in the books or in the academic lecture that we have so it sort of expands expands expand what the you yeah okay. expand the vocabulary and the acquisition of my second language that's excellent uh, you should share um with your class your favorite podcast because i also think it's a very good way to 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 learn different vocabulary and different accents the type of interaction also is different from the ones that, for example, we, we check a lot of TED Talks, but it's also good to have to listen to conversations and how people interact. Paula, yeah. tell us what you have learned. Um, yes, so when I was at school, a, a teacher told us about this website called Coursera, and mm -hmm. we could take uh, free courses, mm -hmm. uh, free lessons, and it's amazing because if it weren't for the internet, I wouldn't be able to have uh, to take those courses. And they are really um, interesting and uh, from places that otherwise I couldn't do it. You know, uh, there is one 
at the that I took at the University of Sydney. So mm -hmm. it's places like what was it about I, that one in Sydney? Um, it's called Learning to Teach Online. Excellent. Mm. It was really interesting. Recently? Yes, I just finished it like two days ago. Excellent. Yes. Yes, I've taken courses on sustainability, not in Coursera, but there's another one, a very similar one that is Future Learn, where so yes. you can take the free courses. And uh, there, there are courses about everything, basically anything that you want. And actually what yes. Paula did is very clever because it has to do with her profession um, and um, it's going to help. Probably you also have the opportunity to interact with people from different countries as well. Uh, Maori, you would like, would you like to add something or not anymore? No, 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 sorry, Benjamin. Yes. Okay. So using YouTube, I have learned lots of things from how to fix computer problems, improving my pronunciation, improving the experience using my smartphone, and even how to use a DSLR camera. So I think the possibilities to learn new things through the use of YouTube or the internet are endless. Yes. And what would be sort of, can you give an example of something that you learned that if it wasn't for YouTube, you wouldn't have learned it at all and it would have been impossible to learn it? Can you think mm. of something like very, maybe very specific? Uh, okay, so uh, there was a time that my computer kind of uh, dead <laughs> uh, and I looked for a solution in YouTube and it actually worked, so my computer got back to life. So it's very useful. Yes, actually, Benjamin reminds me that it's also very good to sort of diagnose what's going on because sometimes something doesn't work and you don't know why. So you check on the internet, not how to fix it, but what's going, what's going on with my computer. And it sort of guides you into understanding uh, what, what, what you need to do to to fix something. Thank you, Benjamin. Anna? Yes, I wanted to add, uh, it's really, really related to what Benja said, because with YouTube, I learned a lot, not only about English, but also about cooking, uh, more crochet, and also lately about how to manage anxiety and stress. Like these videos about how to properly breathe when you are having a panic attack, it has been of great help for me during the last years too. Yes, uh, I, I, I totally agree. And also there are lots of like, I mean, if for relaxation purposes, you can listen to different things that relax you. Yes, definitely. Um, Magdalena? Hello. Um, well, for me, something very specific, as you asked before, was that one of my biggest hobbies is makeup. So uh, I started watching YouTube when I was 13. And at first, I didn't know anything. On, and then by time was passing, I was getting like, very, very good at it. And I was feeling very confident. I almost uh, chose to be a cosmetician. Yeah. Rather than 
uh, English. But what came with learning makeup by tutorials, I learned English too. <laughs> so yes, it, it went by uh, hand in hand, hand by hand. Yes, many, I mean, English is the way we, we can also learn many times online because tutorials are in English. I have many friends that don't speak English and they ask me, can you help me? Or oh, my mom, my mom a lot. Like I found this video that tells me how to do this, but I don't understand what they say. Can you help me? Um, so yes, that is absolutely true. Uh, they are very, it's all those things very related to English. Sandra? Uh, yes, I, I, I also, it happens the same like uh, Magdalena. One of my biggest hobbies is uh, do exercise. So now I cannot go to the gym, so I have to do it by, at home. So I put a lot of videos in, in YouTube, a lot of tutorials, how to do what, a lot of exercise or so trying to not kill myself doing it. So it, it was really helpful. It is. So to keep you healthy. Yes. Very good. And not so healthy with the banana bread. <laughs> we can learn also how to misbehave in that sense. Yes, yes we are very close friends. So <laughs> we help each other. Okay, so you help each other. Yes. One the other one trains. Yes. Okay, um, I'm sure you spend a lot of time in social media, right? Um, so I'm going to ask you whether you find something positive in terms of learning from social media. Can we really learn through social media? So I'm thinking here, of course, Instagram. Uh, now we have TikTok, uh, maybe Tumblr. I don't know the ones that you use nowadays, but I'm sure you use more than I do. Um, Tamara. Yes, um, I use uh, a lot Instagram. Mm -hmm. And it has helped me because I follow a lot of pages uh, that, I don't know, for example, um, people that explain you, like mm -hmm. how to pronounce words or, um, or maybe the difference between A and an. So that uh, has helped me a lot. I think you can leave in the chat any any um, sources that you recommend we should follow on Instagram. Many of our okay. graduated students actually have created their own like teaching uh, profiles and they, they add that type of information. Always in a very cute, very well designed um, uh, way. Angie. Yes, I wanted to add like um, that I use a lot of different social medias every day. <laughs> and even in my, when I, I am learning something and for me, it's really helpful, but as a complement with the formal learning, uh, what I can say like with the university, because uh, sometimes I search um, some content on, on, on internet uh, for example, phrasal verbs on Instagram and, or YouTube, and you can find a lot of information of, about that. But I think that I need to practice that content in a real life uh, context or maybe in the classes, like to, to learn it perfectly and like to know how to use it because 
It's not just uh, learn some isolated uh, words in English. Mm -hmm. You also have to know uh, how and when to use them. Uh, but I can say that uh, if I use social media as a complement, it's really useful to remember uh, some things or content. So especially, of course, if you have lots of pages that are that are in English. Even they can be about your favorite show. So as uh, as, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. the context is there. So you see words in a familiar context. Francisca, thank you, Angie. Uh, I think in, in, on Instagram, uh, they recommend you sometimes uh, pages or bloggers that speak English. So I can practice in it, uh, practice with this a lot of listening skills and it's because I mean I'm not speaking with the bloggers because I'm not mm -hmm. in real life but I can uh, practice like the imitating mm -hmm. and also in in the case of Facebook I think I like watch memes uh, so I can learn new vocabulary for that from that so it's a uh, it's a fun way to to practice and learn English. Can you give me examples of things that you you sort of follow that help you with that? Yes, I can. I have to look for them. <laughs> okay, so leave them in the chat, and then in our yes. podcast we are going to put all the all the profiles. Um, yes, I, I know it's not very popular, but I insist TikTok is can be very good, especially for what Francisca is mentioning. Mm -hmm. Sort of when you hear the accent, you can find just a famous scene from a show or a film, and, you, and as they are very short videos, you can just repeat it and even make some lip sync. Um, Janina. Yeah, okay, uh, for me, it did help me because there, there are social media like Discord, where you can join a group that have the same interests as you. So You're mentioning Discord, this video game app? Uh, Discord, no, not a video game. It's like uh, it's a social media where you can chat uh, with different people. Okay, okay, you are teaching me something new, Janina. Excellent. So, <laughs> you, who do you contact? Do you contact people that you know, people that you don't know? Uh, in my case, were people that I didn't know, but uh, we were part of the same same fandom. We have the we were fun about of an anime series mm -hmm. so Which we contact series? each other and we created a, a discourse all right so basically you can join people who have similar interests to you yes so i get to see not only interact with new people but uh, see how you can actually use uh, the vocabulary mm -hmm. because in classroom you don't really get to see how uh, English speaking uh, people actually uh, use the vocabulary. Like you, mm -hmm. learn, you learn uh, these uh, memes and different kind of phrases that they use daily that you don't get to know them here in, in Chile because we are a foreign speaking country. So it's cool because, of course, something that we have learned as teachers is that we it's uh, it's easy to get be motivated by uh, topics that are of our interest. So actually, Janina is pointing out something that is uh, that actually can be very useful from social media to learn. 
um, related to meaningful learning. I'm going to ask Gonzalo, and then we're going to move on to our last questions because we are running out of time. Gonzalo, what have uh, what about social media? Yeah, for me personally, the social media that I use the most is Reddit. Uh huh. Yeah, and I think that Reddit has something special about it that it's uh, like a sense of community that creation in it, like you share some particular uh, knowledge or or some particular characteristics uh, with someone and that sense of community expands like a lot. Um, I think that um, it gets uh, very, you feel very welcomed. Um, in in Reddit sometimes. Give me an example of Reddit because I'm not very familiarized with it. I'm not sure about the rest, but uh... Uh, I I think that the biggest the biggest the biggest example now is this this thing that happened um with GameStop. I don't I don't know if you read about it. Ah oh, okay they, they there was a, a store right yeah Wall Street bets um they were like um buying stocks of GameStop and at the end they they started making money and people went crazy and now they are with the money from GameStop they are uh, founding a, an ape a preservation home okay they, they have raised like uh, two two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for the preservation okay. come so I think that that is it what it's what it's it it's a special already like this sense of community that mm. can lead to very positive things okay and Gonzalo do you have a preference in terms of a type I mean I'm sure that communities are separated by topic is yeah. there is there any community you are more likely to participate for me um about bands that i like or anime i like i like anime a lot okay. and there is a subreddit about chile too okay that's only writing right gonzalo yeah right it's only writing it's not like what um what janina was saying that it basically you, you you interact with people not in writing necessarily i, I understand with discord it's like yeah discord is yeah it, this is so like this a, is... A, a forum style, like you post something and people uh, answer. Okay, so actually you can learn different things and you can read, so it gives you lots of exposure. Thank you. Um, we're going to move on to the last question. Um, the last question is, is going to be about now that we have been with online teaching and you have been learning English and learning how to become teachers online. This is your third term. Um, from what you have observed, you are very experienced people now in online learning. Um, how has the way we teach English changed? Here, for, to give some context, we use Canvas, where we upload uh, material, we record lessons. Um, but in terms of how teachers uh, teach English, what is it that you have observed that, that has changed a lot in terms of how it used to be, 
or maybe it hasn't. Maybe there hasn't been a lot. Of, there hasn't, in the end, been a lot of changes. What's your perception, um, Sandra? I would like to ask you this question. Um, I think, Miss, that there is not a lot of change in my perception because we're still doing the same thing. We still listen a lot of audios. We still speaking i think that is the most thing that has changed the speaking part the interactive part because it's a little bit harder because you cannot interact with every everyone at the same time you cannot uh, look at each other faces or expression that is that is kind of difficult for me but at the end i think it's it's the same it's not there's no has been no there's no a lot of changes. Interesting. So Sandra is suggesting that, in, uh, of course, there are changes like the way we interact. Mm -hmm. But in the end, it doesn't, ha it hasn't, ha I mean, we have adapted sort of what mm -hmm. we used to do to the online modality. I mean, that's what I take from what you're saying, which yeah. is actually very interesting. Maudi. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to say that it has changed a lot. I okay. feel like the methodologies are really different from what we were used to back then. And for example, I can tell that the teachers now are really willing to making us interact between us in breakout rooms. So everything is really interactive. And I really like that. I feel like that way uh, I've been improving a lot of my English and I'm very happy with it. I think that I have to highlight that part of it. Excellent. So actually breakout rooms in this online modality actually supports your participation, being engaged. That's very interesting. Okay. Uh, Tania, Tania, would you like to add something? Uh, yes. Uh, I think I agree with Sandra. Uh, I think we have been using an integrated skill method uh, to practice each skill, but I think that the most difficult skill to practice is speaking because uh, I think many of us are ashamed to participate because it's not the same to communicate through an screen, a, a screen that person-to-person -person communication and interaction. Okay. Um, <clears throat> maybe for some other people it's different, like behind the camera, they feel that it's easier. Or rather, instead of being face to face, where you have to, um, you, you can feel more nervous in front of somebody. Here, you can just say whatever you want. I don't know. I thought it was different, but I, I totally get your point. Uh, you probably feel a little bit more anxious about interacting. What about Kata? Thank you, Tanya. Uh, I agree with my classmates. I think that the role of teachers has changed. Like for more uh, teachers that they're from uh, mediators. Uh, another thing I think it's changed is like the time time management that teachers has with their classmates. I think it's awesome because teachers and classmates don't have to travel no longer, so they have more time to I don't know do things that they couldn't have done before, <laughs> like I don't know grading. Another thing. Uh, that's for both teachers and, and students that can get mastery easily in some fields, I don't know, linguistics, for, in for instance, because, I don't know, they can go to school 
in brackets uh, in another country. So because of internet and um, because of pandemic, so they have the chance to, I don't know, improve something they want. Yes. Um, I think, yeah, so all that, that is a sort of a positive note. I, what I like is that basically what, uh, what you have said uh, until now, especially with what Maori said and you, Kata, is that actually this, the, the adaptation has been a positive one, like without a positive impact in your learning and your interaction, your, the, the inputs. Of course, it takes a lot of personal responsibility and accountability, right? I would say that probably is challenging for some. Jose, and then I'm going to close. Well, for me, something that has, has been really affected is our motivation on classes and on learning, on our learning because um, of this new modality, now, uh, class, now our classes are, are shorter, we have less hours, and also we have more visual resources mm -hmm. to keep us engaged with our classes and during the whole lessons, because sometimes for us, it, the time is, it's kind of, um, I, I don't know how to say it, but sometimes I think we, we get too overrated. With, with so you many feel things. too overwhelmed? Or? Overwhelmed, yes, with, 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 with these hours, like mm. sometimes classes are too long. And for yes, us, like, like mine, three yes, modules with me, exactly. yes. But I think that with all the visual effects and, and as Mari said, with all these interactions, it, it keeps us motivated and engaged during the whole lesson. So at the end, it's not too boring or too... Or too tedious, maybe. Yes, for us, yes. So we can conclude that with the pandemic and online teaching, like online teaching has changed, but not dramatically. Um, basically, we still meet the objectives and we look for resources and ways to have you participating. Um, of course, considering what you have mentioned, um, um, working, studying from home, so much technology around us, there is a lot of distraction. We might also feel isolated, but also we can connect more with different uh, people, as Janina was mentioning. Uh, people from different places in the world. Um, so actually, we, there is always, I mean, this is not black or white, and it is not a pro or a con. I think everything you have, uh, what you, from what you have shared, everything has a positive note. And of course, there is also a cost related to that. Um, well, this was our first co-podcast. Um, how has technology affected the way we teach and learn? I would like to thank you everybody for participating. And of course, there are going to be other podcasts coming up. And um, I hope you can join us um, as well. So thank you for participating in this first podcast. Hi. Welcome, this is our first podcast that we are doing in English 5 in 2021, where the overarching theme is science. Today, our podcast is about technology and how it has affected the way we teach and learn. 
We're going to listen about experiences from our students who are future teachers about this topic. We're going to cover questions like about um, how, how has technology helped you learn? What are the pros and cons of online learning? Um, does social media help you learn? And what have you learned online besides English? And considering we have uh, been for one year in remote um, emergency teaching, based on what our students have observed, our future teachers, they are also answering the question, how has the way we teach English changed? And has it been positive or negative? Here, there are actually many positive insights. I hope you enjoy it.